Amen. God bless you on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you live. On today, we're going to talk about trusting the Lord. We're also going to share like seven principles. <coughs> Just pull some information. Uh, and we're going to share those scriptures with you. Referencing trust in the Lord. Amen. God bless you on today. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you that your word is from everlasting to everlasting. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. There is none like you. And so we thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you that your word is going throughout the land. We thank you that your people hear your word. Not only do they hear your word, but that your word is being performed as you watch over it. Glory to God, because you watch over your word to perform it. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for being in our right mind, the mind that you have asked us to be in. So we receive of the fullness of you. We receive, we receive of the communion aspect of who you are by the blood of Jesus and by his broken body. <laughs> and so right now we declare your word and we declare your goodness and mercy in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. And so on today, excuse me, We want to share a little bit with you referencing Proverbs. Amen. And so on today, let's share in Proverbs. Trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. <clears throat> and so when we look at this scripture, just trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Well, we have an eye gate, we have an ear gate, and we have a area of representation with what we say and with what we do. And so ultimately, whatever we say is a representation of what's in our heart. Amen. If you're speaking the word, you're reading the word, you're hearing the word, it gets into your heart. If you're speaking anything that's counter to the things of God, it's going to get into your heart. And so we're going to share seven principles that I found uh, referencing trusting in God. And we have to. We can't trust in our own thoughts. We can't even trust in what the world system is sharing with us and what it's telling us. And so we have to trust in the word of God because his word is from everlasting to everlasting. He is the Alpha and the Omega and his word shall never return to him void. And so with the area of trust, not with the naturalness of, of tradition, not with the naturalness of ritualistic things of the earth. Amen. That's why he told <clears throat> Abram, Abraham, uh, to get out from among the place where he was at. Amen. He he needed Abram, Abraham to hear 
more about him. He needed him to grab hold of some principles. And he told me, he says, hey, leave from Ur of Chaldees, leave from that area, leave from that place. And by the way, I'll show you as you leave and as you trust in me. Amen. And so leaning not to your own understanding could be, hey, I can't, you know, Abraham could have said, I can't leave um, the traditions of my people. I can't leave that which I grew up with. I'm, I'm going to have to stick with it. But he didn't. He trusted in the Lord God. Amen. Moses, when God asked him, there was some struggle there. But ultimately, he received the assignment. He said, hey, I can't speak right. I can't do this right. Man, you were trained in the house of kings and queens over Pharaoh. And so you could go and speak. You can go and do. And so he had to not lean on his own understanding. How many of you today, there's things and opportunities that you're dealing with and you're going on your own understanding? You never know what gift is within you that God needs to tap and he needs it to come out so that within the world you can be a blessing within the world that you can touch others. So he needs you to trust him with all of your heart. Amen. And we're talking about that spiritual heart. We're talking about that inner man. We're talking about that inner man that comes through groanings and utterances and praying out to God and that he is Abba. He is your father. We're talking about going into the secret place of the most high. We're talking about laying aside the weights, laying aside the things that so easily beset you and entering in to that king kingdom place, entering into that place where there is no worry, entering into that place where you're not worried about where your next, <coughs> excuse me, where your next meal is coming from, entering into that place where you're not worried about where your next check is coming from. You have sought the Lord God, the one who sits on high, the one who is the fairest judge of all time. And you know that in him, there is no error. You know that in him, there is an abundance. I guess, let me see. The word says that if you obey and serve him, that you'll live your life in pleasures. Glory to God. And there is no weight that comes with the blessings of the Lord. Now I'm paraphrasing that one. But he told Abram, he says, if you obey and serve me, glory to God, you'll eat the fat of the land, the wholeness the suckling of the land. Not only that, he said, he said, trust in me and follow after me and I will make your name great. And so uh, your own understanding, you have to put that away. The naturalness of what the world is saying, what, you can be a millionaire? No, you can't. Yes, you can. Under the hand of God, in the eyes of God. If there is an abundance of resource in him, then we're millionaires already. And so he needs our, our Holy Ghost perspective and 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 his perspective on things to allow us glory to god to allow us to overtake the land allow us to go in and there's giants in the land and we can say we're well able to take the land let us go up at once let's go up in this instance in this time trust in the lord and so the naturalness of the mind of man Amen. We we have to lay that aside because it's a weight. The the thoughts of 
of what the world says and, and the thoughts that he has, they're far from each other. Amen. And that's why we need to let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Get back to the origination of the intent that God has for us. Take on that mind of royalty. Take on that mind of prayer. Take on that mind of insistence that God, for him I live and for him I die. And so every way and every aspect that we have for consideration, we must acknowledge him in every relationship with our husbands, with our wives, with our children, on our job, with God himself. We must acknowledge him. Amen. It says he shall direct some paths. No, he shall direct thy path. Amen. And shell is an absolute, meaning without wavering. It means it's an absolute. Amen. And then he's going to direct thy path. And when he directs your path, when he opens up those pathways and those eyes of understanding, it's not just to say yes, but it's to operate in it. It's to move toward it. It's to walk toward it. Amen. The people the Hebrew people messed up, man. They were still in the mindset and the understanding of slavery. Glory to God. And so when the spies went out, you know, 10 of them says, hey, this truly, this is the land flowing with milk and honey. But you know what they said? This giants in the land. We don't know. We don't know if we can take them, right? They didn't trust in the Lord God with all their heart. But man, Joshua and Caleb said, he said, let us go up at once. Don't wait till tomorrow. Go up at once and take the land. Amen. They waited that 24 hours and they should not have. They should have went. They should have got everybody and went in and took the land. But because they didn't and they were disobedient, they had to die. That old mentality, that old slave mindset had to die out. And so for 40 years, for one generation, Amen. That old head, that old mindset had to die out. They didn't trust in the Lord with all of their heart, all of your breath, with all of your eyesight, with all of your intention. You got to trust in the Lord. And so we're going to get to these three, not three, but seven principles. Amen. We're going to let's go ahead and get with it. And so we ought to trust in the Lord God. And there's not saying that there's an exacting formula, but there's an area of discipline that we must operate in. <clears throat> when you get the principle and you operate in the principle, amen, you will have what you need. You will have what your hearts desire in the things of God. And so we know that there's some principles and there's some discipline areas that we must operate in, glory to God, in order to obtain. And so one of the things is, it says, don't depend on you. I know, it, it seems strange. It seems unlikely. It seems like a crazy thing. Well, the natural course of the mind and the natural course of what men understand is totally different than the natural course and the intention on what God has for you and what he has spoken within you is a totally different thing. The world tells us to depend on ourselves, depend on our mother wit, depends on this and that within us. But God says here, 
He says, trust in the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy spirit. And I'm adding that into it. But it says here, lean not to thine own understanding. Man, you got you got to lay aside your own understanding, and you got to pick up the cause of Christ. You got to pick up what the Word says, Amen. Because His values and His His ideas for you is far more precious than the silver and the gold that is upon the earth. What He sees in you, Amen. And you have to depend on Him. It says most of us face disappointment in and out because we've been taught to be interdependent on ourselves. But God needs us to to depend on him. He is our source. He is our refuge. He is our strength. He is our very present help in the time of need or in the time of trouble. He shall hide me in his pavilion, in his secret place. So first and foremost, we must depend not on ourselves, but on God. We must trust in him. Amen. It says here in Romans 11 and 33, it says, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Man, there's some deep things that God has. There's some things that's much richer than what we're thinking. And we can't access it, not by might, not by power. It's by neology. It's by getting in and praying. Because there's some depths, there's some deep things that it can only be acquired by our spirit with his spirit amen and we have to make a decision and weigh the possibilities within the thought processes of our mind it says the knowledge of god and we're still at romans eleven thirty three. how unsearchable his judgments and the past beyond tracing out his past we can't we have to trust him. It's a faith journey day by day. We can probably try to trace it out and, and come to a conclusion on the end part. But day by day, line upon line, precept upon precept, every day, afresh, anew, we must depend on him. Amen. Glory to God. And so we need to also, principle two, we need to cry out to God. Abba. Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. We must cry out to him. Amen. It's this uh, surrendering to God. We must enter in in the place of humility. We must enter in uh, in the in, in the take a knee stance. We must enter in in a place of prostrate before him. Hallelujah. That I decrease that he increase within me, that I move forward into the things that he has called me into. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Hallelujah. David was a praiser. He knew how to cry out to God. He knew that whenever his back was against the wall, amen, and he was in a place where people needed him uh, uh, and they called him his leader when Saul was after him to kill him. And he was still... um, in the land, searching out the enemies that were coming against uh, the anointing of God and, and, and Saul and the, and the 400 men came and says, we're going to make you the captain of us. And we all bo- broke, busted and disgusted. Man, he had to go and find a place where he needed to seek God. He needed to cry out to God. Oh, David knew, hallelujah, as a shepherd boy watching the sheep and playing his harp and every need that the sheep had, he knew 
Glory to God, that he had to cry out to the things of God. He knew that he had to go into the place, amen, where no man could go. He had to go into the place into the secret place that he needed to cry out to the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you pray, hallelujah, you must admit, hallelujah, that he is higher than who you are. You must admit, hallelujah, that you need to depend on the things of God. He is Abba. He is awaiting for you to come into the place of prayer and to cry out to him and to lay upon the mercy seat leave all that baggage and all that other stuff behind you and cry out and says, Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Glory to God. You must trust in the Lord God, Jehovah. You must cry out to him. That's principle. Hallelujah. Number two. Hallelujah. Principle number three, run from evil. Amen. You, you weren't saved all your life. There were some things that you did, amen, but you saw God and, and God and God showed you that you needed to cry out to him, amen. And so when you see evil coming, whether it be in the form of a bottle, whether it be in the form of weed, whether it be in the form of Jezebel, whether it be in the form of, of whatever, amen, you need to flee from evil. You need to run from that place that is the weakness. Let, let me get that straight. There's some areas where God's going to need you, amen, to be strong and, and, and to declare uh, uh, against the enemy. But there's those areas where you've been delivered from and you're not to play with evil. You're not to play with those things that you came up from. Amen. And so the Lord God speaks to you. Amen. And in Proverbs, you know, three and seven, Amen. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. It says, fear the Lord and shun evil. Get away from it. Get away from her. Get away from that uh, 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 pornophilia. Get away from that por pornography. Run. Hallelujah. <coughs> if gossiping was your thing, get away from it. You need to trust in the Lord God. So you need to run from those things that will slide you back. Amen. And then John, amen. First John 2 and 16. Let's read that. It says, so much is the world, this world can clutter up, amen, our relationship. Amen. And so it, with God. And so John, the writer of the fourth gospel, he describes things here. And he says here, them as the desire, there's some desires of their fleshly, part that you got to flee from. It says of the flesh, it said the lust of the flesh, amen, the lust of the eye, amen, and the pride of life that lives in our lives. We got to flee from that. We got to run from that. Let me read that again. Amen. It says it describes them as the desires of the flesh, right? The lust of the eye. And oh, buddy, amen. One of, one of the things is criminal today that we see. We see yoga pants everywhere. We see spandexes everywhere, amen. We we see uh, demonstrations, amen, of things. People And then other people saying, well, that's their business. Don't worry about it, right? I believe that. But man, I'm telling you, if you if you were in the world and you're in Jesus now, amen, there's some things 
that you you can't run to. There's some things that you got to get away from. Amen. And we're not judging people. People wear what they want to wear. Amen. But you need to walk away and run away from evil. If it was gambling, amen. If it was the hubris of <laughs> people, right? You need the crowd to, to, to cash in and to bonify yourself. Stay away from that, man. Get into the word of God. Amen. The Lord God is your cover and your strength. So number three, I'm going to need you to run from evil. Man, run from it. Get away from it. Amen. And so principle number four, it says, put God first in your life. Amen. Put God first in your life. He should be first and foremost. He is the OEM manufacturer of you. Amen. So he knows every hair on your head. He knows your destiny in him. He knows all of your gifts and your callings. Glory to God. So put God first in your life. Amen. In this world today, people are afraid of the posture and the position of servitude. But those things allow you to humble yourself before God. Amen. And we are to put him first in our lives. Amen. In all of our ways, we are to acknowledge him. Amen. And, and I believe Abram said, he says, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. And so we are to put God first, first fruit given, first day living. Glory to God. Put him first. Amen. When you wake up <coughs> in the morning, go and pray. Get you some word in you. Amen. Read the Bible. Put an audio uh, scripture in or something. Get your mind charged up to get your first thoughts in the morning on him. On the first day of the week, you need to be found in fellowship. And that's Sundays. Uh, we don't have. Well, I don't you know, I, we, we don't want to do that, whatever. Hey, man, get you get you some media word. Uh, get you on a prayer line. Amen. First day living. Amen. Put God first. Amen. That's principle four. Amen. How can we trust God if we don't put him first? The place and area of fellowship needs to be first in the things of God. Amen. Put God first. Hallelujah. Number five. It says, check yourself by God's word. Amen. In Jeremiah 17 and nine, it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Some thoughts and some feelings that you're having <laughs> might be that chili dog that you ate. Amen. So some things that's in your heart that don't line up and you got to check it. You got to balance it. You got to weigh it. You got to measure your thoughts and the things in your heart against the standard of the word of God, right? Because some things you might be feeling in your heart might not be the reality in which you need to operate and to move. The heart is deceitful. It'll, it'll, it'll have you, it'll have you trying to justify some wrong that was done to you. And Jesus already paid for it on the cross. He already hung, bled, and died and was beaten and was broken for your hangups and your hookups and by the shedding of his blood. He has 
rendered you free from death, hell, and the grave. You're no longer a prisoner to the sin in the past life. Amen. So five is check yourself by God's word. Amen. And I just heard it. It says check yourself before you wreck yourself. The standard of God never changes. He watches over his word to perform it. He is not a man that he should lie. His word does not and shall not return unto him void. Amen. And then in Proverbs 3.11 says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline. Amen. You must be a son or a daughter uh, uh, and do not resent his rebuke. If you're a child and you're called of God, amen. But we're on the grace now. We're on the favor now. Amen. But he still needs to impart his word within you. He still needs to get with you and let you know all the things that he desires for you. Amen. And you need to measure it against the word of God. Don't measure it with the what the Joneses on the left are saying. Don't measure it with the Williams on the right are saying. Amen. Measure it and look to the hills. Look to the high hills, not just the lofty place, but look to the high place of God. Hallelujah. So that he can render unto you the good news of what it is that he has for you. Not just the salvation message, but there's other things that God has once you get saved and once heaven is your home and you're upon the earth, man, he has a whole nother mission set. He has a whole nother thing that he needs you to do. So you need to trust in him. Now it's principle five. Check yourself by God's word. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Glory to God. Number six is very important. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Amen. So when we look at David, amen, even though back then the spirit came upon him and it didn't register within a man, but David was anointed, man. He knew how to get God's spirit stirred up toward him. He knew how to get the attention of God. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. David was a true worshiper, so much so that he danced out of the clothing that he was in, and they made fun of him. But, amen, the spirit of God is speaking to you, and you can measure it by the word of God. It says, when Jesus promised in to sin, the Holy Spirit. He told him, he said, I must go. I must send a comforter. I won't leave you uh, alone. I won't leave you by yourself. Amen. So the pleurocletos, the one who advises is with us and we must listen to that. Hallelujah. We must grab hold of the spirit of God. Hallelujah. That we may trust in him, that we must hear what it is that he has to say to us. Amen. And then here in John 14 and 26, glory to God, it says, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. Glory to God. You got help on today yeah, to operate and to move in dunamis power. Hallelujah. We'll teach you all things will teach you all things, not some things, not maybe things, but he's going to teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have. Glory to God said to you. 
and that's in John 14 and 26. The Holy Spirit needs to come into you, invite him in. Not only does he need to come into you, he must have communion and fellowship with you. So you can know, so you can be familiar. So when the spirit of God speaks to you, you can listen through the Holy Spirit. Amen. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear me, glory to God, and, and, and open it and, and I'll enter in, right? I'll enter into him and I'll have fellowship with him and I'll teach him, hallelujah, things that he needs to know. Glory to God. Amen. Even the sheep, the ones that have been practicing, amen, in prayer, that have familiar with the word of God, they know my voice and another stranger's they won't hear. Amen. So listen, principle six, listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's great things within you. Amen. And, and you need to trust in the Lord God. Amen. Principle seven, and we're almost done. Some people need to rest in God's love. Some people don't even, they, they don't want to rest at all. They, they want to fight every battle. You know, well, you know me, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to say my name. Hey, man, we, you know, we, we handle business on our own, whatever. Well, you know, whatever. How have you? But you need to trust in God's love. Right? His unwavering love. His unchanging love. Glory to God. He knew you before you were formed in the belly of your mother's womb. Hey, Amen. You know, this is, this is in Jeremiah chapter one. He said, he told him, he said, I know you before you were formed in the belly of your mother's womb. Now he did, I know you. I sanctified you, right? He, he, he sanctified him. And then he says, I ordained you or I commissioned you for a work. You have a mission statement behind who you are. I sanctified you. I've set you aside. Rest in God's love. Then he told the boy prophet, he said, he said, I call you to be a prophet to the nations. Whatever it is that God is telling you to do, man, receive the fullness of it. Receive the fullness of his love. Rest in his love. He says, I am the potter. You are the clay. Let me make you. Let me mow you. Rest in God's love. Glory to God it says here, because the Lord, amen, this is in Proverbs 3 and 12. It says, because the Lord disciplines those who love whom those he loves amen and as a father the son he delights in so he delights in the pleasure of his gifting to you he delights in the fact that you love him and that you obey and serve him you, you gotta the commands of the god that we serve, he needs us to obey them. And because we love him and we're resting in his love, we are going to walk after him. We're going to seek after him. We are going to look after the things of God. Glory to his name. So we must rest in the love of God. And so there's seven principles and I'm gonna go backwards on him here. There's seven principles to help us trust in the Lord God, amen? Rest, number seven, is rest in God's love. 
Glory to God. Number six is listen to the Holy Spirit. Glory. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Number five, it says check yourself by God's word. When the enemy shall try to come in as a flood, I will set my standard up against the enemy. He's got the back away. Glory to God. So number five, okay, all right, number five, we're going through the list. Check yourself by God's word. Glory to God. Number five, check yourself by God's word. Hallelujah. And then it says, put number four, put God first in your life. Man, you got to put God first in your life. Amen. Not that Mercedes, (coughs) not that $10 million house. Put God first, man. When you put God first, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Number three, run from evil. Not that you're afraid, but you don't want to be caught up, man. Put evil aside. Do good. Trust in the things of God. Number two, cry out to God. Man, David, in every instance, he was up against the wall. And and scripture says at least eight times he inquired of the Lord. He inquired. Man, David was a worshiper. Man, he wrote most of the Psalms. He knew how to get God's attention. That's why when Saul, King Saul was messing up, he told the prophet, he said, there is a man after my own heart. And David was still a shepherd boy. Man, David mm-hmm. David was sending up timbers out there in the wilderness. He was crying out to the Lord God, hallelujah crying out to him. He needs you to cry out. He needs you to acknowledge him as Lord over your life so that he could come in and he could fellowship with you. And so he could give you a mid-course correction so that you can move on to the area and to the place and to have victory everywhere that your feet shall tread when you cry out to the Lord and you acknowledge him as cover over your life. Wherever you go, nothing shall harm you. Nothing shall overtake you. Amen. You need to cry out. Glory to God. And then number one, it says, don't depend on yourself. Right? The word says that we see through a glass darkly. And so there's a place where there's an image that's distorted when we depend on yourself. So you you got to depend on the measure of the word of God. You've got to depend on his standard for your life. And, and through that glass darkly, you need to pick up the image and the perspective of who God is. And you need to see yourself through the lens and through the perspective of who God is over your life so that you can trust in him so that you can do great and mighty things so that he can make your name great upon the earth. And they can say, sure enough, this woman, this man is a man or a woman of God. He has done, she has done exceedingly abundantly above all that I can think in my natural mind. Amen. So we need to trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. And we're just going to share our 
our scripture and we'll be done again. We're just going to share it again. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Don't trust yourself. Trust in the word God. Trust in the Lord God Almighty with all of your heart. And it says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. Everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you celebrate, you need to acknowledge God in it. And it says, he shall direct thy path. <clears throat> when he directs your path, you need to be obedient. When he directs your path, you need to step forward and seize the promise. You need to step forward and grab hold of whatever it is that the promises of God are yes and amen, all of them. Amen. That's the word on today. Amen. Glory to God. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord. Let's pray right now. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your Holy Ghost visitation. We thank you that we are seeking your face. We thank you, hallelujah, that we are seated in high heavenly places through Christ Jesus we thank you that everything that we touch and everything that we look to, hallelujah, that you are master, that you are Lord, and ultimately you are Abba, and you take good pleasure, Father, in giving us what it is that we desire when we are correlated, when we are aligned with you, when we are aligned with your word, hallelujah, when we can say to the mountain, be thou plucked up and removed and cast into the sea because we're trusting in you, because we are trusting in your word, and because we are connected, hallelujah, in cornea, 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 with your spirit, and that uh, we look to the supernatural, and we declare within the natural realm, we are trusting in you, and we thank you, Father, and we glorify you for all things right now in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you for today. Glory. Be blessed on today. That's the word, Pastor Derek Fletcher, with yes and amen, and we thank God for you. Amen, and we thank you because you trust in the Lord. And you don't depend on your natural trend of thinking. Amen. God bless you. And we thank you on today. Glory to your name.